Welcome into the Bet the Juice podcast. Connor Holiday, yes, Connor Holiday leading this off. Cody Mitchell feeling a little under the weather. Going to try to keep his talking to a minimum, which probably works for everybody, considering he's not the college basketball guy anymore. <laughs> I guess not. I, I mean, I can talk, just the rambles are going to be... The minimizing as much talking as I can can finally. Do you ever get sick though, and you feel like you your voice gets deeper? I was literally deeper? sick last week. No, no, just like when you get sick and your voice sounds deeper, and you're like, man, I sound good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you don't really sound that good. It's kind of funny. Last night I was actually at, at a concert in Detroit, and it you sounds like voice, you were though. the one that yeah. went. <laughs> you know, I've never thought about this. So when we go. We're going to do a podcast on Saturday morning after the opening day, opening oh, two God. days. <laughs> I um, know where you're going with We this. might have a sign language turn, uh, podcast oh the first ever. God. Yeah, usually after those first two days, mine and Cody's voice are gone. And honestly, I think even the last two years, I think you called off on Monday, and then I ended up calling off on Tuesday just because what, coming back to work, we weren't ready. We got to think about it. So I don't know. Let's just do this really quick because we never really talked about it. But what we do is every year, I shouldn't say every year, this will be the third year we've done it together. We basically, on the sun, Selection Sunday, we watch the Big Ten championship game together, watch Selection Sunday, and then. And basically put, get shit set up. <laughs> yeah. Put our four TVs in each spot. And then, I mean, Thursday comes around, we sit on the couch and watch basketball for literally four days straight and there are some ups some downs and usually after the first day it's just by the end of it your voice is completely gone but we're yeah and exactly and with our with the people that we work with they will not take that lightly they will make fun of us the whole week yeah we've practically cannibalized that third week in march from anybody <laughs> taking it off vacation wise and do we feel bad about it no, no. And if for some hell of a reason somebody beats me to it i'm just not showing up anyway so it doesn't really matter <laughs> i think our bosses know that too yeah i think we kind of told them either you give it off give it to us off or we're just gonna take it off yes i will do whatever we want hell i blew myself up for it <laughs> And got it all dumb, the way off. as shit possible. All right, but I'm going to try to lead this episode, guys, so bear with us. We're going to get started in the Big 12. Uh, Baylor takes an 11-point lead into halftime and basically cruises Oklahoma, over Oklahoma State, uh, kind of putting the Pokes uh, tournament chances on life support. I'm seeing, I've seen Lenardi's kind of... Got them more now on the outside looking in when they were kind of on the in, kind of had the inside track. Yeah, it looks like he has them as their next, the fifth team out as it currently sits. And to be honest, I think I feel a little more confident about Michigan, North Carolina, and Arizona State's chances that are ahead of them. Um, but, you know, it is March. We still have, they still have the Big 12 tournament. Yeah, we still have a lot. Like, it's crazy to think that, like, we only have, like, one regular season game left and basically the conference championship for a lot of these teams, but still that's a lot of games still yeah. left to make prove your point. Literally after Sunday, we have nonstop all of its tournament games. Exactly. Uh, West Virginia bounces back with a big win at Iowa State, who continues to struggle. Yeah, not good, especially now. Also, that Caleb Grills is off the team as well. Um 
I don't want to really there's two sides. One side was basically Iowa State side was he wasn't living up to the team standards. Uh, Grills saying basically saying he's got a lot of mental health things. So I don't really want to comment on it like the situation just for basketball purposes. Yeah, it's a huge loss. He was mm-hmm. their best shooter and one of their better guards too. So the arrow is trending down and it's going down fast. Yeah, and it's been trending down for a while. I almost started to wonder like how bad could it get that they don't make the tournament, but I still think they could lose out and they're yeah, probably they're, they're safe. In. But uh next uh Texas Tech come climbs back but comes up short against Kansas as Kevin McCullough scores his 1,000th point against his former team. Nice little slap in the face. <laughs> but, I mean, I know we talked about it, no moral victories, but they were nine-and-a-half-point underdogs, and they, this was a two-point game. Like, yeah, we, we called it. That was one of our favorite plays. Yeah, I mean, damn, they're just – they're so close, like – Honestly, give me Texas Tech in the tournament before you give me Iowa State. Like, no offense. The way At this that point, yeah. The, both teams have been going in the opposite directions. I understand that Iowa State was kind of already at a high point, and Texas Tech was below 500. Yeah, but, your resume is your resume, though. It's unfor- That's unfortunately how it goes, though. Yeah, but, I mean, still, I'm— I'm not counting this Texas Tech no. team out. Like, if they can make some kind of run in their tournament, I don't know if they could, They have the horses to win the tournament, but, I mean, even if you make it to semis, maybe you can make it in. I don't know where Lenardi really has them right now. Um, they're not currently in the last eight, but since they're going to be the nine seed, they have to play the opening round game. So they can get to the title game. That's three quad one wins just to get to the title game. And if you don't pull it off, they maybe have an outside shot. But I wouldn't yeah. count on it, though, I mean, I'm only wondering just because I have a future on Texas Tech to make it in. But I also, at, I think I got it at plus 400, and it got as low as plus 300, but then they ended up losing. But... Yeah, I mean, tough, tough spot though. You can't like it's so hard to blame those kids. Like you're playing against Kansas at mm-hmm. Can- and Lawrence. Yeah, I mean that's tough, and especially when your own teammate, former teammates, doing that to you. Yeah. Uh, next game, Kansas State cruises to a 16 point win against Oklahoma. Again, Oklahoma, the weirdest team to get a read on when they are able to compete with Texas and Kansas and all these teams and then blow out like this. Yeah, it's, it's, I think this seems for real. It's obviously they're for real. They're 11 team in the country. They're going to be a two seed, but I think the doubts that I'm having for them in March are starting to, starting to go away a little bit. This team's tough. They're tough as nails. Um, I know I have the final four future, but man, I'm really considering a national championship future. I know it. I I know. I can't imagine it. It's, it's one of those things where you just, I can't like see it. You can't see the, the Wildcats like in the a champ. five eight point guard holding the the trophy. I can't see that. But I mean, what have they shown? That I mean, they they're twenty three and seven, eleven six in the toughest conference in basketball. Like it's kind of hard to doubt them at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, last in the Big Twelve, TCU gets a big win in a battle with Texas uh, as Damian Baugh and Emmanuel Miller combined for forty four points. Kind of cool. 
I understand this is viewed as an upset, but TCU is favored in this game, and then they stormed the court, but it was cool to see the Barstool uh, Storm Chasers out there, and then just in the middle of the court, you see Zah getting lifted up. It was kind of funny, but I mean, this TCU team starting to get right at the right time, especially since Miller's been. Yeah, I'm. I think TCU, when he's playing, is the top. Is one of the ten best teams in the country, a hundred percent. Now switching over to the Big Ten, Iowa dominates Indiana in Assembly Hall, ninety to sixty-eight. Did I was sitting on a ticket for Indiana. I did not expect this whatsoever. Nope. Nobody for but Trace could do anything really for them. Yes, Iowa. Uh, literally riding right off that hot streak of the comeback against yeah. Michigan State. I do want you to do me one thing and remind me, though, when we're filling our bracket out, this Iowa, Iowa still not made a Sweet 16 under McCaffrey. So don't let me fall in love because I'm starting to fall in love. <laughs> it's kind of hard not to. I know. Especially with their scoring ability, man. It, it just They're never going to be out of it no. no matter what. I mean, obviously we saw that. They were, what, down 12 with – 48 seconds. <laughs> no shit, yeah. yeah. I mean, honestly, like, live dog in the tournament. Oh, yeah. Like, that's going to scare wonder, I am curious, not to well, you off, where who? they would be around. So it looks like they'd be around a 7 right now. Probably going to be around a 7, 8, 9. I kind of want them as an 8, 9, because then immediately have to go up against one seed. And, yeah. man, if there's somebody that could spoil that shit, somebody who can Which score. obviously would be... Houston, Kansas, or Alabama, they wouldn't put them with Purdue, but... I'll do it. Yeah. I'll do it. It would probably end up being Kansas, which would be kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, Next, Michigan State rallies in the second half thanks to 12 threes to erase a 12-point halftime lead by Nebraska to win by 13. I was so close to texting you in the middle of this game. Just because, like, I've been backing Nebraska the last couple weeks and, like, kind of want them to sneak in somehow. Yeah, I think that was the nail in the coffin for the Cornhuskers that have any shot at making the tournament unless, obviously, they win the Big Ten tournament. Which I might sprinkle Just something. a little bit. <laughs> They're, that team is so electric. They are so fun to watch. But Michigan State, I mean, they could have just beat that Iowa or Iowa finna close that out on Saturday. Like this team is turning in the right direction. I really, really, really like the Spartans. Yeah, I know you do, and I still don't understand why. It's just uh, the the trio. No, I know of what it is. You've explained it to me. It's just I I don't know. There's some there's something about this team that I've seen that like I don't know if they have that next gear or something like that. I don't know. Which it is odd for me to be the one saying it because I've been for the last like seven years been the like Izzo and March is like the dumbest thing anybody says. And now I'm like full on Izzo and March. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of gross. Um, <laughs> next my team, Ohio state pulls off the upset against Maryland. I know it's not really much of an upset. I they were dogs. Was, I think it was even when it closed. Yeah. But it opened with Maryland yes. as two and a half point favorites. And no, it's not re- – when it comes to betting terms, yeah, it's not an upset. But considering how my how Ohio State has looked this season, I consider this big. Mm. big. And especially it wasn't like a close upset. It was big. 
Yeah, and Maryland continues to just not be able to win away from home. Yeah, I I do love the way High State's playing. I they're not winning the Big Ten tournament. Just gonna throw that out there, but wouldn't be a wouldn't shock me if you see the Buckeyes win a couple games. Sprinkle. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Next game, absolute battle between Penn State and Northwestern ends in overtime as Penn State gets a big win. Yes, that uh, Lenardi has them as the last team in now after that win. Damn, they've been all over the place with him. I know. I really, really, really want Penn State in because I think that's a team that can make it to the second weekend. Like, their offense between, like, Pickett, Lundy. Yeah, like, went, and I know the one game Lundy was off, wasn't it Rutgers that he went, like, 0 yeah. for 11? That's not normal for them. No, they're often when their offense is humming, like and then like Funk when he's hot, and Jalen Pickett's probably the guy I would trust more than anybody in a back call, like a guard guard wise mm-hmm. in any situation. Like he's so smooth, he does literally everything. Like I want this team to get in so bad, and I think with that win and just kind of maybe get one or two in the ter- Big Ten tournament, you're totally fine. All right, now switching to last night. Tough, tough day for me to be at a concert considering how these last three games in the Big Ten were a phenomenal game between Illinois and Michigan. Needs double overtime with Illinois getting the win. I know you said it was – I obviously was at the concert when I finally got back to my hotel, was able to like rewatch and recap the game, but – Man, it was a watching awesome. the recap was a great game. It seemed like nobody wanted to win either. <laughs> like everybody, like at, Illinois gave it away at the end of the regulation. Michigan ties it up. Michigan had it secured in the first overtime, gave it up, and then ultimately Michigan comes back, or Illinois pulls away and wins. But at least Michigan got the cover. Yeah, I mean, I was I was score checking it while I was at the concert, and yeah, it looked like it was. A great game, and then watching that recap, I mean, my God, that w- really wish I had watched it live, but I mean, still, hell of a game. Uh, next game, Minnesota hits, comes back and hits a buzzer beating three to pull off the upset against Rutgers. Tough loss for the Scarlet Knights. I mean, remember that's when not we good. were talking about like. And I don't know if it was just us, but college basketball people in general about putting futures on Rutgers to win the national title about a month or a month and a half ago. Yeah, look at us now. They are trending, trending down. And then we'll, like, randomly pull the game out against Penn State. So yeah, exactly. Team, it's very I mean, and Hyde. Yeah, it, they're going to be very, very matchup dependent for me in the tournament. Because, I mean, if I don't like the matchup, man, I – it's – Let me give you their first matchup. Yeah, let, right now. Where, where are we Providence. Oh, God. Yeah. The two teams that I really don't know who – I will tell you honest, this now. Providence underdog, I am hammering yeah. them. And then whoever wins gets a date with It gets imme- immediately eliminated. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, big win for Minnesota. Purdue gets into an absolute battle with Wisconsin and are able to pull out a two-point victory. Again, Ding only got to see the recap, but, man, I'm starting to get a little bit concerned about Purdue. 
I mean, I don't know if they've started to be figured out, which, I mean, it's kind of obvious what it is. It's control Edie as much as you can and make the other players beat you. Yeah, 100%. And those freshman guards, sometimes, like, it seems like at Mackey, they can play out of their minds, and then whenever they go on the road, you don't exactly know what you got. But they still won. Like, that's the crazy thing to think about. Like, we're worried about Purdue, yet they won. Yeah, and, and at Wisconsin, too, which is a team that's going to be in the field. And a team that, yeah, is got, like, they've kind of got their backs up against the wall. I mean, they're, weren't they, aren't they on the bubble, too? I yeah, think they, I think he has them last, last four buys. I think. Last four in now. Oh, so they're last four really in. floating, but that was after today. Or, mm-hmm. So last night came out. So, like, they're, they're looking pretty good as long as Wisconsin can get a couple more wins, which, again, like, I throw them in the camp of like I would rather see uh, Texas A and or Texas A Texas Tech in over Wisconsin. Mm. Like there, if you watch Wisconsin, how many times you be able to check them out this year? I mean, I've I've caught a couple of their games. I mean, the biggest one was last week against Michigan. Yeah, there's just nothing about this team that I get excited about to watch. Literally nothing. All right, flipping over to the Big East, uh, Villanova gets a. Uh, Nice win against Seton Hall. I know it's been like a rough season for Villanova, but to get now, what are they, 16 and 14, get above yep. 500, kind of starting to head in the right direction. I yeah, mean, I mean, they've been a different team since Justin Morris came back. They lost the, their first couple when he came back, but since he's got his feet wet, like they're starting to look like the Villanova we're used to. There's uh, nobody else calling for Neptune's job now. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of going to ke- keep it quick with the Big East. Marquette, UConn, and Creighton all dominate Butler, DePaul, and Georgetown. I'm yep. pretty sure all these were like well over 20-point victories. Just yeah. absolute whompings. Really the only other thing I have to say is I guess there is some some smoke now about the opening at Georgetown when it opens. And really? if you can take a wild guess of who it would be, I think you probably know. He can't leave. It would be Rick Patino. That's he what can't. everybody thinks. Yeah. That's tough. But well, I think it would be good for Georgetown, but I kind of like him where he is. Yeah. Uh, last one in the Big East, Xavier and Providence get into an absolute battle with Xavier <laughs> getting the win. You know what's funny about this game is um, – so. Everybody caught on to it really quick. Xavier's been playing a lot slower the last cup since Fremantle's been out. So it, when the total opened, it was 159 and got bet down all the way to 150. And then they combined for over 180 points. <laughs> Tough. Yeah, that's gambling. Baby. Tough. Yeah. I mean, we're going to get to some uh, gambling things here in a little bit. Uh, Flipping over to the SEC, Tennessee absolutely dominates Arkansas, 75-57. Kind of like good bounce back spot for Tennessee, but also, didn't you, wasn't it a couple days ago? uh, It was in that game. Oh, it was? Yeah, Zakai Ziegler will miss the rest of the season, which he is their only, he's their main point guard, and he's the guy that's kind of their, like, go-get-a-bucket guy. So that's really, really, really makes me nervous about Tennessee come March. 
Yeah, definitely going to have to see how they come out these last couple games to see what we're thinking about them in the tournament. And obviously what? They were already kind of trending in that direction that we didn't like. Yeah, they like. were kind of spiraling. And the big one, Rick Barnes in March. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so don't, yeah. don't forget. Yeah, and it would never, never forget that. Uh, next game, Alabama battles back to force overtime and secure a win against Auburn. I thought go, I had Alabama minus, uh, I think it was nine. And when it, overtime started and they had the five nothing lead, I was like, are they about to cover this? Because we've had a couple games that have gone to overtime and the team that was down ended up magically covering. Yeah, and I actually got them right at the end. So I ended up able to, to get, the, like they were, I think, down 15 when I bet the money line him to come back and cover nice. but really the big story was javon quinterly is the one that carried him at 24 points mm-hmm. the guy whose points have dropped as he start by he was 14 points a game last year he's down to seven he's coming off the bench this year so it was kind of cool to get to see his familiar face kind of bounce back and you know basically get his team to a victory in a rivalry game next one vandy gets a big win in an upset of kentucky in rough arena I you were on Kentucky too. No, it oh. just again if they wouldn't have lost to LSU. Yeah, but again, it but also matter. I think I think they're getting past that now. Liam Robbins was announced out for the season today. I missed that. Yeah, Fuck. that happened a couple hours ago. Damn. So that probably puts a damn and like literally he's their yeah because also best they player. they do take in injuries into consideration which you honestly shouldn't. They should get it. But I think they're with that. Not even just taking it into consideration. They're a completely different team without him. Yeah, that's uh, tough. Tough news to swallow for yeah. Vandy. Uh, next one, Mizzou erases a thirteen-point halftime deficit to beat LSU, and only push, not cover. Um, yeah, that was tough. I I remember I texted you. Like, doesn't it seem like Mizzou minus five is kind of low? Yeah, I thought that was just going to be a complete L for the majority of the game. Yeah, they, they Tigers bounce back. I This Tigers seems, I guess, you don't know who I'm talking about. <laughs> they bounce back, get the comeback there. That's what sucks is, like, they just kind of started off slow, and they were obviously a way better team, and it just took them a minute to get going. But at least you pushed. It's better than nothing. Yeah. Uh, next, next we'll flip over to the ACC, my favorite conference. Uh, UNC cruises to an 11 point win over FSU. Fortunately, FSU couldn't ride the momentum of that Miami game and UNC riding hot now all of a sudden. Yep. Good win. Really though, if you think about it, there's nothing they could have, they didn't really help the resume or anything. It's just, you can't drop that game because that's an elimination game and obviously a huge game this weekend yeah definitely definitely uh virginia gets a much needed win against clemson i know they haven't been like on a losing streak but i mean with how you the unc game was they i mean they also did have the loss to bc and a couple of just close games this was a good win for them only covered by half a point, but don't fucking matter. A cover is a All cover. The same. Literally this day, I think I went. My record was four, three, and two. And honestly, I could have 
there was a case to be made for me to going like seven. There was only like one that I definitely lost. Oh, it was Pitt. But uh, yeah, I mean, a lot of close games covering wise in the ACC. Speaking of uh, close covers, uh, Duke gets the win versus you versus NC State as Duke betters suffer a terrible loss. God damn it, <laughs> that was so rough, man. I had Duke minus five. Who was it? I think Joiner ended up splashing a three. Yeah, it was a tough beat at the end. But. Yeah, but I mean, still, Duke keeps riding hot. I know there's no moral victories, but for NC State, kind of like bounce back spot after getting your ass kicked by Clemson. But I mean, still, I'm so heartbroken. That was so bad. Yeah, especially so one that you thought you were going to win the entire night, too. Yeah, one of those where you're already thinking about what your next bet is with that money. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Next, Georgia Tech and Boston College pull off the upsets against Syracuse and Wake Forest. Damn it, Wake's starting to trend in the wrong direction. Yeah, their season was basically over anyway, but... They're going to be a fun team to watch in the NIT. They will be. And, again, I'll... Actually, never mind. I'll hold on to that comment because it's in my picks. So, oh. Virginia Tech absolutely dominates Louisville, and they cannot wait for the season to be over. Yes, that team's a dead team walking. Now, flipping it to a team that I thought was a dead team walking that now has some life, Notre Dame pulls off the upset of Pitt. Yeah, I don't know what. I don't know I what. I don't know why. Granted, I guess it was spot. With it being Bray's last home game, I, I just I did not expect it whatsoever. No, that was a suspect line, and we all fell for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So fell that... for it pretty fucking hard. All right, now just going on everybody else, sticking kind of more in the Pac-12. Arizona State makes things very interesting early, but UCLA pulls away in the second half. I mean, obviously, this wasn't a game that I expected them to win, but, man, with, the, with how it started, I was like, mm, maybe. Yeah. It's but, close game to the end, or close game in the first half, but. But, I mean, for Arizona State, it's just win the games that you can. I mean, just, like, when you make it, when you get into the Pac-12 tournament, you cannot afford to have, like, an upset loss. Yeah, like, you can't, like, Cal beat you or something crazy. Yeah, You'll no. You'll be just fine. No. Uh, USC second half comeback cups comes up just short as Arizona gets the win despite Boogie Ellis dropping 35 points. I was actually able to watch this when I got back to my uh, hotel and man, he was looking almost unstoppable. Yeah, good win for Arizona, especially after the half court heave that broke your heart against Arizona State. It's one that. Gives Arizona fans a little bit of hope here. Makes them feel a little bit better about their own team. Definitely, definitely. All right, you want to take it away for some of the com- – I, I haven't been fully into the conference tournaments like you have. Yeah, next week is the one that most people are going to be more into. Yeah, so I'll let you take it away if you can. Yeah, <laughs> I'll do as much as I can here. I don't have a ton because we're we still have – 
a bunch left. And, like, this weekend we do have some title games. But basically the early conferences, most of their title games are, like, Monday and Tuesday to Wednesday. And then it starts bleeding into the second wave of conference tournaments. And then all those will play out until, obviously, Sunday caps it all off right before Selection Sunday. So we actually tomorrow will be having the Ohio Valley final. SEMO is playing Moorhead tonight, and UT Martin is at Tennessee Tech, which is only two years after the unexpected death of their head coach, Anthony Stewart. So it's pretty cool to see these guys in the, at least in the semis. And mm-hmm. I actually kind of think they get it done tonight, or tonight, too, and get to the final. In the Atlantic Sun, Liberty and Kennesaw State have their title game at 3 o'clock Sunday. Just. Liberty got down early. I don't know if you were paying attention. At yeah, all. it was. I was score checking it, man. They, so wait, are you like at the concert? Yes. So there's like moshing and then. Well, I Connor's mean, over here checking I mean, lines. okay, not to sound like a complete loser, but all right, the concert was in Detroit, Michigan, and we live in Columbus, Ohio. I also went by myself. I have nobody. I actually think that's cool, though. I still respect that. I've told you that. I'm also in, like, enemy territory. Mm. Because I am an Ohio State fan. So, the funny thing was, is because of when I showed up at the uh, venue, I had to get valet parking. And I was able to see where my Jeep was, and I completely forgot that my front plate is just a block O. And I'm like, I'm so lucky nobody just started bashing my Jeep. But yeah, I mean, since I'm by myself, I'm not fully, like, going all the... Like, I'm not trying to ride the rails like I normally do when my friends are with me. I'm kind of staying back, but also there's times in between the bands that I'm checking scores and stuff yeah. like that wasn't really until like the headliner that I could have given a fuck about mm. college basketball. I was just more trying to, uh, um, well, keep myself from getting trampled in the pits. Um, but yeah, I mean, I was just score checking and I saw man Liberty. I'm like, come on, you cannot do this. Yeah. Especially like one of the teams that we, we kind of like to and i will say like what is it a long we kennesaw state two years ago was a team that like i was like auto fade Mm -hmm. and now they're literally one game away from making it to their first ever ncaa tournament granted they had some good recruits the last couple years that are finally starting to play but like they're right there Mm -hmm. and i will tell you right now there is this kid that plays for liberty colin porter he is 5'9". He looks like me, but like two, but literally two inches taller. I'm short. And he has some of the silkiest, smoothest game I've ever seen. And I cannot wait for two years down the road because he's going to be not to the level Darius McGee is, but he's going to be awesome for Liberty, especially when they're joining the Conference USA. I, I get it. I, I'm pretty sure it's Conference USA. There's so much movement, I lose track. Um. The Missouri Valley, really the only thing of note is Northern Iowa gave Bradley everything they could handle, but Bradley, the one seed, pulls out the victory. Title game, I think, is next Tuesday. The Sun Belt, Texas State, is in the corner finals. They were the 11 seed. With two big upsets, they're still riding high. Unfortunately, they got to play Marshall, who have Kinsey and uh, Andrew Taylor, the two leading scorers in the Sun Belt. So I think it's probably going to come to a stop, but, I mean, they're here right now. They're 
basically playing with fire. In the Patriot League, we're in the semis. Army is playing Colgate, and American is playing Lafayette. I uh, did see that Army did need overtime, but got that win, man. Yeah, Navy was the two seed and got upset. So American knocks them off. So it was, I think it was they were the seven seed. And then in the Horizon League, Antoine Davis comes up five points short of Pistol Pete's all time. No, I think it's scoring list four, four, five. Okay, maybe it's four. Yeah. Well, five would have broke it. Yeah, so it was four points. No, short I think of it, I think he was three short of time. No, no, no. no. I, I think, okay, either way, he comes up just short of the title game, and from what I'm looking, he's not. They're probably not going to get a CBI invitation. I don't know. I saw something about uh, literally when I when I was looking at the bottom line, it ESPN even made mention of the fact that they are eligible for the CIB. So I think that alone, shot. I think if ESPN is like, hey, by the way, they're still gonna. Uh, they they're eligible for the CBI, like I think they're gonna make it in that. Yeah, and I mean we all know it's kind of Mickey Mouse anyway for yeah. him to break it. So I think you should just let him do it, and you get some exposure to your little tiny comp or little tiny tournament. So basically, what's left is Northern Kentucky's playing the one seed Youngstown, and Cleveland State rallied from twelve down to beat Robert Morris, and they'll be taking on Milwaukee. And, Connor, that's basically all I have for the rest of the conference tournaments. Most of them are going to get jump-started next week. All right, now we're going to get into the, our favorite part of the show, the picks. Cody, what you you got any tonight? Oh, I should probably count them up here. Yeah, I got one. I gave you that one. Yeah. Two, three, four, five, six, and possibly seven. Um, I do have one for tonight, but no one's going to be able to bet it, so... Well, we're still going to hope it hits. Yeah, but. so I'm not going to give that one out. I actually do have one other one for tonight. I did take UT Martin, bunny line, like I handed, handed earlier against Tennessee Tech. They have the best two players in this game. They've been finally becoming the team that everybody thought they were going to be in the OVC this year. And, again, it's kind of one of those magical runs here. And I think that they get it done tonight and go to the finals. So like it. I will take UT Martin here. All right. I'll get us uh, started for Saturday. Um, some of these lines have just came out, and there's already been some very quick movement. I know this one actually jumped a whole point when I first saw it and didn't bet it like an idiot, but uh, don't care. Baylor minus seven versus Iowa State. Been, I've been riding this Baylor team the last couple weeks, and it's been very profitable for me. And honestly, like, I know that Iowa State is so up and down, but, man, it's just hard to not bet against them with a team like Baylor, who is, who I think is far more superior. Yeah, classic. I know it's a big number against a, a team that, on the flip side, is Iowa State's been solid and this is times. at Baylor, correct? Yes. Yes. Two teams headed in the complete opposite directions. I didn't bet this. I the number is high, and I think it's going to continue to rise. But if I had to pick a side here, I'm definitely taking Baylor. I mean, literally, from when I first saw it to when I actually bet it, it jumped a whole point from six to seven. Yeah, and I think and Kempom literally had it at six. So. I think it still ends up rising too. Yeah, 100%. I I don't like. I think Iowa State's going to be a trendy fade team with a lot of people. And also, like with Ken Palm and stuff, that stuff takes in 
every single game you've played all year. So what Iowa State was back in January is not the same nope. Iowa State team they are today. Nope. So this one you think I might be crazy on it, and I. But I also want to get your take on if you think this number goes in the direction I want. Because I took the number at it is now, but I think I can get a better number later. I'm taking Duke plus three at North Carolina. See, I saw it at two and a half. So it is going the other way. Okay. Well, so I don't know. I don't know when you actually saw it. I saw it like kind of maybe like 10 minutes before you came over. Okay, so, I think so it's because I just saw it a couple minutes ago, and it's at two and a half. Look, I don't think North Carolina is very good. I don't think North Carolina was that good last year. I think they got super hot. Duke is finally with yeah, everybody. Yeah, still sitting at two and a half okay. right now. When everybody's healthy for Duke, they have been, I can't remember the record, but they have just been insanely good. They got hosed out of a win against Virginia. They got hosed out of a win against Virginia Tech. When literally Kyle Fapowski gets punched in the face, and oddly enough, he was the same reason that they lost the Virginia Tech or Virginia game on a bad call. And look, North Carolina killed Coach K last year. Yep. In the final. Yep. And in the re- last game he had at Cameron. Well, yeah, the last his last home game, like uh, his two most important games of his yes. whole career, and they killed him. And he they lost. killed him, Cody. They killed him. As he flashes his five national title rings at you. You want to know something funny? Um, so you know how you and me are into t-shirts. Yes. I made a pe- uh, purchase uh, this weekend. And it is a Duke shirt. Dude, I could have gave you one. I have like 900. Oh, no, dude. This thing's badass. Okay. I'll show it to you later. But um, But just how poetic would it be that Duke goes into Chapel Hill and gets a victory here? And I think I just think also that Duke's a better basketball team. So, I really wanted to bet that game, honestly. But the side that I wanted to be on was Duke. I think these are two teams that are trending in the right direction. But also, I think the ceiling for Duke is higher than the ceiling for UNC. And that's weird to say, considering... This is a totally different Duke team from last season, and this is a UNC team that's been together for a while. Yes, um, and I know everybody's freaking out about North Carolina's recent surgence against a Virginia team that's also been trending down, and Florida State. Congratulations. As long as Derek Lively continues to be the rim protector he has been over the last month, I think they can shut down Baycock. And you never know what you're going to get out of R.J. Davis and Caleb Lovell night in night out basis i know this duke team is young but i still think that there's something there and you know shire's gonna have these guys playing hard for it and i'll take the points there i'll take the plus three yeah well i guess you're getting two and a half but still I'll take. i'm two gonna wait to see how this game starts and it's probably gonna be a live bet for me mm-hmm. but i mean i really feel like i need to have something on it because it's gonna be such a good game i just would be so shocked if this number doesn't rise because like obviously north carolina's backs against the wall too this is basically a win and get in scenario too mm-hmm. like i can't imagine everybody's not gonna be on granted i don't think the casual better on college basketball is really digging that hard into things you know what i mean yeah yeah no but still I... No, I completely get what you're saying. Um, all right, next for me, uh, I mean, they're my team. They continue to just make me money, whether it's football or basketball. 
Give me Kansas State plus three and a half at West Virginia. I understand this is at West Virginia with a team that has their back up against the wall. This is literally the same exact scenario. I I can't help yeah. it. Yeah, 100%. but I think I think the talent differential between Kansas State and West Virginia is a lot more significant than the UNC Duke because honestly, those are two top teams. West Virginia, I don't think, is really a top team yet. They're favored at home for a reason, but I still think Kansas State is the right side. Honestly, I'm probably going to have a play on Moneyline, too. Yeah, I'm probably going to stay away, but I will say for everybody out there, when Connor is on Kansas State, and I don't, he doesn't, you're not a guy who fades them. Never. But you'll just stay away. I will either bet them or I will stay away. And the times I stay away is when I. When they lose, and the times yeah. that I bet them is when they win. This is honestly, this is the truth. He seems to win them every single time he's on them. I don't know what it is. I, the, the team I have the best read on, I guess. I don't know. Okay, do we have a line out yet for Syracuse and Wake Forest? I have uh, not, and I'm even checking Barstool. So, nope. Okay, so still nothing yet. Remember, I used to make fun of you all the time for doing this because you don't know the number and you shouldn't just blindly bet something not on the number. But take the I'm taking the over in this game. Syracuse <laughs> is literally an over machine because they do have a halfway competent offense, mm-hmm. but they literally just cannot play any goddamn defense. Um, on the year, they're only nine and eight at home to the over. They're eight and twelve overall to the over and wake is 20 and 10 to the over Jesus. as long as this number is not like 163 or something like that if i can get it at about one i'm kind of hoping for like a 154 155 i'm all over this i do real quick want to see what ken palm has this at um scroll who they playing wait who were who were you talking about wake forest and okay. oh 154 my bad i got it wrong it's 159 is the projection there so as long as it's not like 165, 166, I still I'm yeah the I over. haven't seen it yet, but yeah I'm hoping for probably about 161. So I will take the over there. All right, next one for me. I Ken Palm had it that they were going to be dogs, but they're actually the favorites. I don't care. TCU minus one at Oklahoma. I I I. I I don't care. TC, this TCU is a far superior team than Oklahoma. I've kind of been fading Oklahoma, and it's been like kind of biting me in the ass, but also profiting for me at times. But I just think this TCU team is just hitting their stride. They've been a lot better since Miller's been back, and Oklahoma just kind of got their dicks kicked in. So TCU minus one. What was it? It was minus one. Okay, I was yeah. Of- I couldn't remember what Ken Palm had it that they were going to be one point dogs and lose, but I don't care. TCU is the better team. All right, so this is another one that I'm going to fade. Probably going to be end up fading the public again. I'm going to take UConn minus two and a half at Villanova. I saw that dude, and I was like, "Why is that so low?" It honestly wasn't even on my radar when I was doing like my Ken Palm research, and like, wow. Here's the thing. UConn is not what they were back in November and December. Which but, was an unstoppable force. But they have won seven of their last eight. Mm-hmm. 
And Nova, Nova Villanova's litter like resurgence since Justin Moore's came back hasn't just because been because of Justin Moore. A lot of it has been because of Dixon. And UConn has the big guys. Sonogo can play down low and can shut him down. And I think there is a little bit of disparity from the UConn guards. And I think this isn't like a rivalry, but it is like a little bit of a rivalry, like two old biggies teams. So UConn's a better team. I'm not going to overthink it, even though all the spots going to tell you to bet Nova. Yeah. Give me the Huskies minus two. All right, uh, next one. Can from... you get rid of the one so I don't have it like in here? The one that we both like. Okay, I was trying to go in like time order, but all right, just I'm gonna keep it simple. UCLA minus four and a half. I know this has jumped to five and a half already. Thankfully, I got a good number, but I mean, I, I it... you I... know what Cam Palm had this at UCLA minus seven. Yeah, so I was just about to interrupt you. There's a possibility that I, I love this game. I think there's a possibility that UCF, or UCF, UCLA, this is just a whomping. And can get, oh, can hey, maybe by win the way, by our bracket digits. has been delivered. That's probably what it was. So oh, no way. It was delivered an hour ago. <laughs> oh, never mind. It, it is storming like crazy out here right now. Yeah, no kidding. So, yeah, I like this too. Um, as long as they can can contain the Bellas and Balo. Like, I don't see any reason why UCLA can't be better. Like, the disparity between the guards in this game is, like, enormous. And UCLA is definitely going to want to get a little bit of revenge after blowing the lead the first time to them. Yeah. As well. Yeah, definitely. So, how many more games for Saturday do you have? I only have one more game left, and it is the, my only one on Saturday. Okay, well, I'm going to skip over a day just because my other two are for Sunday. Um... Kempom has us at four. I think it'll be a little bit higher, but for the ace on title, I am going to lay the points of Liberty. Look, awesome story for Kennesaw to be here after just being a joke in the ace on for so long, but you know Darius McGee wants to make the tournament again. He has been playing out of his freaking mind for all five years he's been at Liberty, and I think... This is it for him. He's got no mm-hmm. – you never know with college, college sports anymore. They're like, oh, COVID year, oh, weird medical redshirt, all this yeah. crap. He's got another year of El- – this is this is done. And I think Liberty gets back to the tournament here, and I think they can put the hammer down on him. East, the Eastern Kentucky game was a little scary, but they just, they just didn't shoot well to start the game off. And they really, to me – from them to able to come back and win that game showed more like it actually gave me more confidence in that team because honestly they haven't faced a lot of adversity in the A Sun. So and they're probably kind of still upset too that they did not get the one seed and win the title outright. So I think it'll be around five points, so I'm gonna take Liberty. And I probably lay up to seven, to be honest. All right. Last play for me. Team that I have been riding in basketball very, very much. I'm taking Miami minus six versus Pitt. I know Pitt. Oh, has... that's two of your teams, though. Well, Pitt was only my team for like because they were the best covering team. But now, after what happened when they played Notre Dame, I think Miami goes in, especially with Pack back now healthy, or I'm assuming he's going to be healthy, but. I think they go in and they end up taking the one seed in the ACC. Unless I don't know if they if Notre Dame's 
Notre Dame beating Pitt meant that the Miami won it out. Um, go ahead, keep going. I can't. I I have no idea. But either way, I think Miami. Well, with Virginia now is also fourteen and five, so I'm not exactly sure what the tiebreaker is. To be honest, who knows? I still I still love Miami minus six. I know it's jumped to six and a half. Still, Miami. They have been very very good to me. I think they're going to be very good to you guys. All right, so I have like kind of if that makes it this makes any sense, kind of two plays left. But my first one's going to be for Sunday. I'm laying the points whatever it's going to be. It's probably going to be around 3 with Penn State against Maryland. Look, Maryland does not cover on the road. They are a completely freaking different team on the road. They are 5 and 7 against the spread on the road. I can't remember exactly what their total or their um money like whoa oh yeah so they've won two games outright away from home this season two and penn state again backs against the wall like they win this game i think they're probably going to cement themselves in the nsa tournament and the hot shooting between pickett funk and lundy is going to continue so i'll take penn state minus three and for my last one here I don't know if this is going to be allowed, but I'm going to do it anyway. I'm going to assume tonight, Connor, that Moorhead State beats SEMO. That's what I think happens tonight. So they're going to be in the OVC title game mm-hmm. on Saturday. But we don't know who their opponent is. We're going to hope it's UT Martin because I'm betting on that too. You're this. this I don't know why I am allowing you to do this. Yes. So this if, is too much hypothetical. If Moorhead State makes it to the title game tomorrow, if they beat SEMO, UT Martin and Tennessee Tech analytically are around the same number. It's four and five. So your spread's probably going to be around four or five against Tennessee Tech or UT Martin. And I'm laying with Moorhead State. They always perform well in the OVC tournament. They always they seem like they always get to the NCAA tournament. So if all these hypothetical things come true, Connor, I am taking Moorhead State. So first we need Moorhead State to win tonight. But if they do, I'll like them in the title game. I mean, and honestly, to be honest with you, I'd probably lay the, the four tonight against SEMO as well. So that one's the for sure thing. So you can have that. That's all, right. all I got. All right. that That's all for us today. We'll be back uh, Monday with a recap of the weekend. Everybody, good luck out there. Let's beat Vegas. Yeah. Peace.